This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome to Not Over It. I'm Becky Kirsch, Managing Editor at Pop Sugar. And I'm Zareen Sneaky, the Director of Partnerships at Pop Sugar. And on today's episode, we're talking about something that Becky and I don't see eye to eye on. Is it that Topo Chico is definitely a Texas thing? No. But you're wrong. It's not just a Texas thing. Also, they have a hard seltzer coming out. So if you're listening, Topo, send me some. Um, but no, we are talking about the monster that is reality TV. Becky, I know you're not over it this week is actually something related to this. So why don't you kick us off? Oh, it is very related to this. Uh, my not over it has to do with uh, Jen Shaw. If you don't recognize that name, it means you weren't watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, basically, this woman who was, I would say, was propped up as, you know, one of the biggest potsters, if not the biggest potsters on the show, who has this very lavish lifestyle, many assistants, um, and all of that jazz. Like, basically living a celebrity's life that yes. didn't totally make sense. Um, no. I mean, that that usually never does with The Real Housewives. It's always very confusing what they do and how they have such big houses. But she was definitely... This is, like, the newest um, Real Housewives franchise also to yeah. know. And so well, I feel like this was... She was going real hard in with, like, being the diva of the group. Right. Well, now we know how she was quote unquote, affording all of her assistance and fancy lifestyle. It was because she was involved in a nationwide telemarketing scheme and now she has been arrested. <sighs> and not only that, but her, the person on the show who was her assistant, her first assistant was she had allegedly generating and selling the lists of people for them to target and repeatedly scam, uh, Claim, had been claiming that her background was in direct response marketing. It was no, a whole like this entire is, mess. This is it word was, salad. It was, it was very clear. Salad. It was very clear that whatever she was doing was something shady. Yeah. Well, also because her husband is, and as he's a coach at the University of Utah, and his salary is public information, and he makes good money, but he, he doesn't make that good of money of how she was like sort of portraying her life, which is also problematic but all i hear in this entire story is you know that tiktok sound that's like oh no oh no <laughs> oh no every meme i'm seeing of her lately is just that's that's the entire music that plays in my head which is not great for jen Shah, but also allegedly she's still filming yeah allegedly they got <laughs> on camera which is could be great news for Teresa judice no longer will she be the only housewife that's gone to jail mm -hmm. if this all shakes out Okay, Z, what's your not over it? 
Um, my not over it is also related to reality TV, but it's a little bit older. I have started rewatching The Hills because <laughs> what else is there to do? And looking back on it, I know Heidi was like the evil one or, you know, Heidi and Spencer. I mean, Sp- Spencer. Spencer, yeah. But they were just kind of considered the more problematic couple. But in the most recent episode, um, Jen Bunny goes home with Brody Jenner and then the next day she comes to Lauren Conrad's apartment and I kind of feel like maybe Elsie was the problematic one because she calls Jen Bunny like evil and conniving and I feel like none of that warrants that, especially not over Brody Jenner. My God. Like, I mean, Brody Jenner was the number one hot hot commodity that they all fought he's like, over. He has like big like like seventh like su- seventh year like super senior energy, like just like in college forever, you know? I mostly just remember on some episode they found out that he had someone in his phone listed as Britney Canada whore. <laughs> yes, Where's Britney Canada whore now? <laughs> Probably married with kids and having a very normal life. And he's still pretending to be a DJ. So just justice for Britney Canada whore. You didn't deserve that. <laughs> no, you didn't. Um, it does feel like you're not the only one rewatching The Hills because this isn't a TikTok podcast, but. I have seen clips of the hill surfacing on TikTok of a time when Whitney and Elsie were getting this up and coming pop star ready for some event. And the up and coming pop star was Lady Gaga. Oh, my God. That, that's probably when her, that song was coming out with like Colby Adonis, which whatever happened to him. Sad. Just dance. Oh, I didn't know that. There was someone else involved in that. I thought that was just her. Oh, no. Someone was definitely involved in that. Um, oh, it was probably around the time she was also on Gossip Girl. Remember that? Oh. Damn, they really do making the rounds. I did not. But, um, yeah, just looking back on it now, I feel like maybe I'm not Team LC. I mean, I'm really Team Nobody, but now it feels like I definitely don't want to be Team LC because I'm like, you don't need to call Or your do you look back on it remembering that they said it's all scripted and maybe she's just a great actor? Oh, yeah, maybe. Also, and then I remember when they spun off and did The City, and it was, um, she also worked for, like, Teen Vogue, and that was, like, supposed to be the most. She's the girl that didn't go to Paris. Yeah. She'll always be known for that, according to that episode. Yeah. Okay, well, I think this is a good way to segue into, you know, our first segment today, which is, you know, the types of reality TV that people love. And, Becky, I know that you and I, Prefer different kinds of reality television. Becky loves a competition. I also love a competition, but I think my idea of what a competition is is very different because in the shows that I watch, in the competition, the reward is either you go to jail or get a divorce. (laughs) Well, I think we should start by saying that your love for reality TV is much more vast than mine. You watch a lot more of it. You know a lot more. There's a lot more Bravo happening yes. in your neck of the woods yes, than in mine. Um, I think, and that's mostly because I'm overwhelmed by the volume. I think there's too many things on Bravo. There's a below deck med edition. I don't even know what that means. How many below decks are there? A lot. Is lots there an above decks. deck? No. Are there, is there a non? Is there a below deck that's not? med yeah but there's also a below deck sailing yacht which is all it's a a super yacht that's also a sailing boat and like every it's called yeah and every it's called below deck sailing yacht yes and every episode when they put up the sails they play pirate music like every episode 
Wow. In, in okay. The, in, well, in, is... the, in a recent episode, they had a very horrific couple that was like very, very demanding of the chef. It was jarring to watch. But um, yeah, no, there's hundreds. There's hundreds of every like franchise at this point. Do you, wait, do you remember when we saw the captain of Below Deck together on the streets of New oh York City? Oh my God, yeah. I obviously had no idea who it was. It was like some older looking man who was wearing a lot of gold jewelry and Serene was like, oh my God. The captain. It was, it was, was we like, we what? saw we saw Captain Lee right outside of Pret on Twenty Seventh and Park. Go back there; he's probably still there. I think that Pret is gone, but the captain remains. But yeah, the Pret is gone. Sorry to this Pret, but Captain but, Lee is, is is amazing. And I, yeah, so that's there's too many things, and I think I also have a hard time quitting a show. So there's all these Real Housewives. I can't watch all of them, but I have watched Real Housewives of New Jersey every single season from the beginning. Yeah, so you have this like I, follow through disease where you like need to finish everything you start, which I actually commend you on. I can't do it, but I think you would enjoy all these journeys. No, I can't do it either. All these Riverdale kids talk about how they're in prison, but it's really me who's in the prison of Riverdale. <laughs> um, you do this to yourself. I think deep down, as I did some, you know, existential digging into what the what choices I've made for reality television. Um, yes, competitions, we'll get into that. But also, I do like the dating ones, but I think The Bachelor takes it too seriously and that made me uncomfortable. The people are too earnest. I have gotten very invested into ones that had ridiculous twists or gags. Like, do you remember Joe Millionaire? Oh my God. The whole thing was that he, he was just some average Joe, right? Yes, that they all, all these people thought they were marrying a millionaire, but really he, he was like, was, I work at a like gas a station. <laughs> he was a construction worker. <laughs> and, you know, that <clears throat> I've talked about I want to marry Harry before, but it bears repeating here. <sighs> the reality show it. where all the women thought they were marrying <laughs> Prince Harry. There was another one called For Love or Money, where at the end, the person could choose either the love with, that they found with that stranger or money. I mean, come on. Yeah. I I think I like seeing people duped, and I don't know what that says about me. You you love a good trick, which also is, love is blind. Oh yeah, love is blind. I think for me, I just prefer honestly any reality TV that involves just like messy, messy storylines, which Bravo really, really provides with the Housewives because they they get into like their personal shit, and there's always something going on with somebody's husband is always cheating someone's always committing some fraudulent crime as we have seen some there's always some storyline with someone's kids and so i think i like the family aspect of it and i'm like oh these people's lives are so like gonna get so messy now that they've signed on to this and they and season ones they always come into it so like bright-eyed of like now i'm gonna be famous because this franchise and like two years later their whole life has exploded which is not great. But. but don't don't you feel like shows like Real Housewives that if you've seen one, you've seen them all? I mean, obviously, I've only seen Real Housewives of New Jersey. And then I started watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And I was already like, this is the same stuff in a different city with Mormons. Yeah, they're not all Mormon. But yeah. But I do think because that's a season one and Real Housewives is in season 9,755, there's like a huge difference of the way that it's set up because when you're being introduced to a new franchise, it's already going to be kind of like, like it takes like a a few seasons to really get into it. It just depends on how much you're willing to try. And as someone that has follow through syndrome, I thought you would really be in on it, which was really disappointing to me. But I watched the whole thing. I completed the entire season. But will you watch season two? They're all coming back. Now I will. (laughs) She's going to jail. (laughs) See? (laughs) No, I, I do think there's a, 
I appreciate a reality show with messy family stuff, I think. Well, what are the reality shows that you don't watch? Like, will you just turn on Bravo and be like, whatever comes on, I'm ready for it? I mean, almost. Yeah, almost. Like, something that I don't love watching is, you know, I don't like to watch the Kardashians, but I'll do it this season because it's the last time that they're going to be around to give us this insight until... Um, they all live in Addison Ray's house, I guess, because Courtney Kardashian's working on something with her. Um, I'm sure they're real. She's there. Allegedly, she's working on something with Addison Ray. I don't know if if that's the house you want to be living in this week. No, (laughs) yikes. No, probably not. Another show that I don't watch that has a pretty large cult following is The Bachelor, because to your point, I think it's a little bit too emotional and also sometimes gets like a little dark and they really lean into people's stories that I'm like, this is supposed to be fun. And now you're making it sad and weird and I feel uncomfortable. Um, and so for that reason, I actually opt to watch bachelor in paradise, which is pure chaos and garbage, <laughs> but actually like so fun to consume. Um, it kind of, but now I don't think I would watch it anymore because I, we have love Island. So why would I ever go back to bachelor in paradise? I do feel like we should be watching RuPaul's drag race. That's one where I just don't know where yeah. to start, but I know I know I should I know. be watching it. That's how I feel about that one too. It gets it, I'm sure it's a really fun show and obviously for me easy to consume because I consume everything. It's reality almost, but I do like there's certain shows that I I don't understand specifically, so I don't really want to watch. Like Temptation Island to me is a confusing show of like going on a show to blow up your relationship and then at the end you don't even get a reward. Like congratulations you didn't cheat like what is this that is exactly aligned with what i was talking about earlier which is like oh they're gonna put you on this show with the person who you're in a relationship with and it's not going well and then they're gonna try to hook hook you up hook you up with other people and then make the person you're dating watch on camera mm-hmm. yeah but I'm like, i, why I used to have temptation opt- island viewing parties in the original run of temptation uh, island no you know I, and you remember that show kid nation that used to be on. <laughs> I sure do remember. That was that like a dark. That was like Lord of Flies, but make it reality. And you're like, what am I watching? These children that were basically in charge of these little communities, and they're like setting up folks. It was dark, and there'd be like kids crying. No, it was like kids like trying to like make a life for themselves in Colonial Williamsburg. Is like what I remember of it. Yes, being. Exactly. it was like this person's the sheriff. <laughs> yeah, and, like this person's the mayor. It was literally Lord of the Flies except a reality TV show, which is horrifying. And also, I want to talk to those parents that put those kids on. Like, I would like to talk to those parents because whatever you got for that was not enough to traumatize your child that much for. I mean, kids on reality shows, I mean, Jemenis and Nephew love uh, kids bake off. And then you're yeah. just watching these kids like stressing out. And ultimately, when they get kicked off, they're either sobbing oh, or know. doing everything they can not to sob. And you're like, this is just sad. Oh, I know. Okay, well, I think this is a good time to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll dive into some reality shows that we feel very passionately about individually. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You already know about how passionately I feel about the challenge on MTV. I know. You did. You did. I, I did. It's on my library. My YouTube TV has like 900 episodes of the challenge that I do prom. I'm like folding laundry. But then I get so confused this season of like what's happening. But it's so well, There's so a lot of complicated long. rules on double agents. Um, but this show, which was when it launched in the 90s, used to be called the real world versus road rules. I challenge love that. I love that. But the whole premise now. The whole premise was you would watch these people on real world or road rules and then never see them again because this was a pre-social media world where yeah. reality stars didn't become like a permanent fixture in your lives. And this was an opportunity to see, you know, what happened to CT from real world France or Oh, Paris, he's still around. Whatever it was. <laughs> he's still here. He's still here, he's he hasn't now, left. Yeah, no, now he's got like the 20 year olds telling him. I think he's, like, MTV keeps him in a refrigerator man. and just like pulls him out every and pull him out every season, like, CD, you're up again. It's like, okay, I'm no, here. No, I mean, they don't have real jobs. They get paid just to be there. But I do think it is still very entertaining. And one of my favorite things about the show is that it still has a very cultish following. And it seems like the following is building, which blows my mind. But. Yeah. Try just asking people if they watch the challenge and people who you've never talked to about before will be like, what? You watch the challenge? I still watch the challenge. There's a whole cohort of people of Pop Sugar who all found each other. Oh, we're yes, all still totally. devoted, dedicated um, fans of the challenge. And I genuinely, genuinely look forward to watching this every week. The, the drama of it has toned down a little bit. Yeah. But the thing with MTV reality shows is also that everything is so incestual, like, Someone on the challenge has a baby with someone that's on Teen Mom OG. So there's a lot of like mixing happening. So I think that's a really like MTV is smart in that way that they just use their own and recast them in different places. So people are kind of like, well, he's here. I'll follow him here. She's there. I'll follow her there. Well, actually, that guy has a baby with a person who he met on the challenge who they were then featured on Teen Mom OG. But he also has a baby with a woman he met on X on the Beach. Oh who used to be on R- who was originally on Are You the One? Oh my God! I did shout not out, shout out to Corey. You're doing amazing, Corey. You're doing it, and his kid is so cute. Writer is so cute, cutest baby ever. I don't know the other one. Sorry to the other baby. I also didn't Anila. know he. I didn't know that he met the other one on another reality show. Wow, that is Taylor. No, yeah, he no he met Cheyenne on the challenge. Well, one of my favorite shows right now is um, Married to Medicine that just came back. And it is a show. Wait, sorry, wait, wait, wait. I've never even heard of this. Well, that's horrifying. It just came back? Me. How long has it been on? Well, it's like a new season. So it was like off air. And now this is Bravo? Yes, this, this is, is Bravo. a Bravo show called okay. Married to Medicine. And it's amazing. They all live in Atlanta. Um, a lot of them are doctors. Some of them are married to doctors. Hence the name, <laughs> Married to Medicine. Um, it's Wait, sorry, just to clarify, that means you're either married to medicine, like married to your job, or like literally married to a medicine man or woman. You're literally that, married is, to is a medicine. Is it supposed to be, Yeah. is it double entendre? Like, are you're, some of them just like working too much? No, you're either, like, you're the medicine or you're married to the medicine. In the household, oh. that's how that works. 
I see. Yeah. Are um, some of the doctors women at least? Yes, yes. Oh, a, lo- a lot it? of them. Okay. A lot of them are, are women, which is amazing. It's um, not real doctor housewives? No, 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 no. But also there is one dentist on the show that everybody gives a lot of shit to, which is kind of funny. And she's also the loudest. Yeah. So people are like, what, who cares what Heavenly thinks? She's a dentist. It's like very shady. But this show. Her name is, her name is Heavenly. So, Dr. Heavenly. Yeah, that's her name. Her name is Dr. Heavenly. Her husband is actually okay. my favorite person because he is like so calm in comparison to how she is. How do they how do they distinguish between Dr. Heavenly and Dr. Heavenly? No, they call her husband Dr. Damon. Oh. Yeah. But Married to Medicine is one of the best shows that is out here just because they're everybody's so outrageous and and also there's a few women on there that um the ones that are specifically just married to the medicine are the ones that tend to have um, the most opinions and then people are always coming for them for You're just a housewife and you sit around. But in this most recent season, they added an Indian Casimir for the first time, which I have a lot of feelings about. She is very loud and I don't love it. I'll tell you is that. Is she much. louder than Dr. Heavenly? No, no one's ever louder than Dr. Heavenly. That's not... <laughs> Dr. Heavenly is the loudest, but Married to Medicine is one of those shows that I feel like a lot of, even people that watch a lot of Bravo sleep on. And so I don't know why. Maybe they, they think it's going to be a boring show, but it's actually not. Yes, also, I think it, the name of it makes it sound boring. Also, this season's been very jarring to watch. It's similar to kind of what we've been experiencing with Rojas of New Jersey, where they, they're all working in like COVID units and, you know, dealing with COVID, but then they're having like birthday parties where they're wearing those like weird plastic shields. And it's like, you're a doctor. So you're that's a little bit jarring to watch. And then also just anything dealing with like the beginning of COVID. I'm like, can we just can we forget her now? I would like to forget that time. I would like to forgive you and I'd like to forget you. So I really do. I want to forgive you. And I want to forget you. The words of Lauren Conrad. Okay, speaking of Lauren Conrad, I'm really sorry that I'm doing this. I have to do this. We have to talk about Siesta Key. Oh, can we at least play the sound, the um, the intro music to it? Siesta Key is terrible. Don't watch it. <laughs> so this is bad. this is really. I mean, you already watch it, but this is really just acknowledging that this is like acknowledging the dangers of what could happen when you start watching a terrible reality show and you don't know how to stop. And oh yeah, this one doesn't started- come with instructions either. <laughs> Once you're in it, you just like, don't know. No, well, also, the show, which, I mean, I don't really know how deep we have to go into the the history of the show, but it definitely was MTV's attempt to try to reboot The Hills, except make it Florida. But then you find out that really they had this very rich kid. Doesn't MTV have a show about Florida? Floribama Shore? Oh, that, oh, yeah, okay, that's a different, that's a Floribama Shore, I think, was supposed to be more like Jersey Shore. Yikes. This is like, okay. so it's not like, I, I've never watched Floribama Shore, but I don't think it's about Richie Rich. This is like, oh, the rich we're so rich, yeah. and we're in the sunshine, and like boats, and tiki bars. We live but in Siesta Key, which yes, I'd never heard of The show exists because this kid, Alex Campos, has a very, very rich dad who is like, I'll buy you a reality show. Son. Literally. Yeah. Despite you having like no redeeming qualities, personality or face. No. And none, none of the above. Checks zero boxes. The show is terrible. The acting, whatever you want to call it, 
terrible. The storylines that are produced are just really bad in general. The people on the show are terrible in real life to the point where Alex Campos has now been fired by MTV. In his own show. (laughs) Yes. For being racist. And every season... I think it's going to get canceled and then they find a way to keep bringing it back. And I think this is a show that I can't stop watching because of how terrible it is. Is like, but is his dad still footing the bill to like produce this show, even though his son is not on it just so they can have Well, those? he's the dad is on it. But yeah, sometimes. but so they literally just have these drone, this drone footage of their big house. And I'm like, is this why you keep producing this show so you can see your big house? From a drone on MTV, I don't he got he got canceled from the show right before the season where he knocked someone up, and the whole thing was about him and his surprise baby. And then, well, that was also the best about- because they kept talking about him the entire season, but we would never see him. It was like the last episode of Grey's Anatomy with Alex. It's just like this ghost that exists, but we don't know. Yeah, no, we had a kite. Actually, <laughs> the same thing happened on a season of The Challenge, where in the middle of the season, when they found out that the person was, you know, it's like they should take away the social media from all of them. Uh, one, <laughs> no of the contestants, one of the contestants says something problematic about Black Lives Matter and then they just like edit her out of the rest of the season. <laughs> and it was as a viewer, you were almost like, I agree with this firing, but like, can we at least see the rest of the season and then you don't invite her back? Because yeah. now you're, like, you're just compromising the entertainment of this show. No. Yeah, that's what it that's what exactly what it feels like. Work every storyline, every conversation that one of the main characters in CSDQ was having was related related directly to Alex and all the drama was related directly to Alex where will he be at this party? Will he won't be? And it's like, no, of course he won't be. He's not allowed on the show because he's a racist. Like <laughs> I was exhausted. Now now there was also an entire drama about one of Alex's friends getting paid by Alex with a Celine bag to keep <laughs> oh my God. her mouth shut about a secret, which is something adults do. Is it how much the entire season was about the Celine bag. I'm like, did Celine pay for this advertisement? They I had, cannot tell. They had to. It was a it was a it was the character on the show this season. Is this show I, it's still not canceled? It's coming back again? They keep saying it's coming back. I hate that for us. I do enjoy the fact that I was very um easily able to convince you to start watching Siesta Key, but not shows like Succession. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Just saying. I just feel like it's been a hard year. Actually, no, this was before that. So this was like four years yeah, ago. Know, but this is just a testament to. I think it's just a testament to your love for reality, reality television. You're, you're I want to watch Succession because you referred to it as a Zareen show, which I don't know what that means. But I was like, I should watch it. They're all they're all married to medicine. In Succession? They're, no, oh. they're not. That's that's now what a Zareen show is. <laughs> you got excited though. I could see your eyes. Light yeah, up. I did. I was like, what is it like? But that show seems interesting. I will watch it. It's on my list of shows to consume. It's about rich people being jerks. I love that. There you go. <laughs> and families. Didn't you say you like shows about families? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it could be a reality show. It could. And white collar crime. That too. Well, um, my other show that I really, really love is The Real Housewives of Potomac, which is, in my opinion, the best Housewives franchise outside of New Jersey. And I feel like no one watches it, which is so sad to me because every single person that is on this show is a gem, a problematic gem. But like the entertainment value is unmatchable. You have shady business deals, cheating husbands, ex-husbands that are still in the picture, someone that didn't do their taxes, a husband everyone thinks is gay, physical alterations, a parrot named T'Challa. That's a large part of the show. There's just so much. T'Challa like like Black Panther? Yes. Yes. There's just so much happening. 
And the one-liners and the confessionals of this show, I feel, deserve Emmys. They're just so good to me. So if you're ever bored, just Google like Real Housewives of Potomac confessionals and click images on Google and you'll just be like a ton of one-liners. One of my favorites is Karen Huger, who's on the show. I think in the very first couple of seasons, she's done some weird stuff with her money and people always think she's staying in rented houses and like pretends she lives somewhere but then actually lives in like an apartment 20 minutes away from that actual mansion. Um, <laughs> just a very interesting storyline that continues to haunt her. But she said, people come for me all the time and they just don't find me. And it's like, yeah, because you don't actually live where you claim to live, which I find hilarious. But um, I don't think T'Challa is going to be on the show anymore because her owner is, his owner is very problematic. T'Challa is actually a great name for a pet. Yeah, she like had that, the parrot was a huge part of the show this season, but then she attacked someone. Um, and the parrot? No, the owner, Monique. Oh, you know, in This Is Us, a couple of weeks ago, they had an episode where Justin Hartley's character is watching The Real Housewives of Potomac and he makes a comment while he's holding his baby in the show and he's like, don't be a Monique. Well, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I clocked that immediately. I was like, oh my God, Kevin watches Real Housewives of Potomac. That's a great show. That makes sense for Kevin. But also geographically, Potomac is like confusing to me because all these women live like two hours away from each other but then claim to live inside Potomac which doesn't make sense. Lisa Sugar is from Potomac. We should ask her. Should we talk about Real Housewives of New Jersey for a second, though? Because that is one of the only reality shows that I consistently have watched. And I think it comes back to the fact that, I mean, it depends on what iteration of the Real Housewives you're dealing with is. But at this point, at least two of these people are related in real life. Yes. Teresa and Melissa. I mean, at other times there were more of them. And I think Dolores the is not related to them. No, she's like a family friend. But her cousin, Kathy, was on it for a while. And oh, how could you Dina and Caroline originally, oh, yes, like yes. Melissa wasn't on it originally. So they, there's always been um, a strong family connection on that show. And I do think the show is the best when the actual, sadly, when the, the family members are, are real. fighting with each other. Um, but it's just the evolution of Teresa Judice continues to blow my mind. No, she's just absolutely out of her goddamn mind and owns it. Like she has no remorse for like anything, which I find so chaotic. It's like the most chaotic energy of a housewife where she just says things and does things without like accusing other people of doing things when you have been to jail to me is just sort of like, What's happening? But also, also, she always tells Melissa to like shut up and says something really problematic to her sister-in-law in front of everyone else. And Melissa's just like, okay, well, here we are. Well, again. now I just like that they have like years and years and years of all these fights. So anytime Teresa says she's never done something or any of them do, they <laughs> like immediately yeah. roll the footage. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. She's like, when have I ever done that? And there's like a four minute like sizzle reel of no. her lying and cheating and scamming everyone. I mean, it's been on since... 2013 so it's like imagine how no, I, started, I started watching that show because the preview was her flipping the table and saying prostitution horror yeah like, oh yes Iconic. i'm gonna need to see what happens here well now also i think real housewives new jersey is getting like a second like wind of like and younger people are watching this show because of the infamous melania who has this beautiful song i don't know if you've ever heard of it. oh it's not melania no 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 it's not melania has a different song hey it's me melania you probably see oh yeah, yeah hey I'm sure you see me around. You probably see me on TV. 
This is a Gia Judice original song. Waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things. I just wish things would get better. I'm trying to get rid of them, but nothing seems to stay the same. Also, that show has given us so many things like Give Me Pizza, You Old Troll. I mean, Give Me Pizza, You Old Troll is a forever iconic. I love, I love that one. Give Me Pizza, You Old Troll. Give Me Pizza, You Old Troll. It's my favorite. Um, okay, let's wrap it up with this show that I literally only know about because of you and because of this one person on the show who shows up in every single meme I see. And every time I see it, I'm upset about it. I don't know this guy's name. You can provide his name for me. He's from 90 Day Fiance. Oh, yes. I know who you're talking about. You're talking about Big Ed, the star of TikTok. Like like to see him less on my TikTok feed. I like the view. You do? Yes. You're my best view. Mm. Um, He's actually not on the show anymore, but he is going to be on some... What? He's not? No, How that's long weird. are these people on this, the show? This is an old season. So he's on. He's actually going to be on some Discovery Plus show now finding love. Um, oh, wait. So what, So his 90 Day Fiance departed after 90 days? Yeah. Well, he was also on 90 Day Fiance the other way. I don't. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know which way is either way. I know. I don't. It's okay. I'm speaking a different language right now. 90 Day Fiance is when people come from other countries to America on a K-1 night, like K-1 visa, and they have 90 days. And 90 Day Fiance, the other way, is when the Americans infiltrate other places. So, so they try to, he tried to move to France or something? He was in the Philippines. So he, he went to the Philippines to get this girl that, so sad for them, it didn't work out. I can't believe it. Um, but but is, is his objective that he wants to move to the Philippines or that he wants to find love and he's willing to move to the Philippines for it? The second, the latter. He'll stay there forever. I mean, in reality, most of these people actually don't. It's sort of like they'll go over there, film the show, and then eventually get their people back. What? These reality couples don't work out? I know. It's like really shocking. shocking I know. Me. I feel shocked. But also on last last season, there was um this guy that was a rapper, and he had a song with for his fiance that he wrote, Baby Girl Lisa. Baby Girl Lisa is performed by um, Usman, who goes by Soja Boy. Hello, Baby Girl Lisa. You know, anytime I talk to you on phone, I always told you that I love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He goes by Soldier Boy. Soja, S O J oh, Boy. Soja mm-hmm. Boy. Seems a little, little too close for me for comfort on that front. Ninety Day Fiance is just an amazing show to watch because um, people are so far outside of the the realm of reality in that, where the people that are looking for love is are usually, unfortunately, in this very deranged state of mind that. They are sort of willing to do anything, even if that means ordering someone online for them. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. But yes, that is my final argument, and you should watch that show because it's amazing. Okay, well, I don't, I don't really know if I, I feel I need to watch 90 Day Fiance based on that, but I do want to get your take on a few other shows that other people have made me feel like I need to be watching, but let's take a break first. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. 
No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So there are some, some of them are long-running, some of them aren't. Um, shows that I feel like people are constantly trying to convince me to watch, and I don't know if it's because they're trying to trick me. So I would like your professional opinion on these three shows. Okay. The first one is, do I really need to be watching Love Island? Oh, Love Island is just, it's like, I saw a meme that was, it says it's Peppa Pig for adults, which I believe because watching. I don't even, I barely even know what that means. Oh, because of the accents? Yeah. Yes. I just love everything that I've learned about how, you know, British slang or whatever. It's so fun to watch. Also, I think it's a reality show that's, actually based in a lot of reality because they forget that the cameras are there a lot of the times because they're just stuck in this house together where they wear a mic every day and there's no like actual person following them around with a camera so they do have moments of forgetting there's cameras there so I find I think yes but it's also so many episodes and they come on like every week um so it's one of those shows where I'll let like four or five episodes kind of build up and then watch while I'm doing something else because you know it's not a show that you need to sit and like really pay attention to, but it is fun. It's a fun show because like there's always something outrageous happening and the way they speak is so funny. But I definitely prefer watching Love Love Island UK over US. US is sorry to this US, but garbage. So Okay. What about Vanderpump Rules? Oh God, Vanderpump Rules is just such an iconic show. But also now it's very problematic and I don't think you should watch it anymore. But you should watch the first like three or four seasons because that's when the show was like really, really good. Now they're all kind of like old and sad and do a lot of problematic shit. And I don't, I don't really want to be out here supporting like Sassy Schroeder and Jax, who was just like ugh, awful, but they both, they both individually said and done weird uh, problematic racist shit that I can't support it. But it, it was a very, probably, very good show. Probably would help me with my, Lifelong confusion between Stassi Schroeder and Stassi Baby, who both seem like people I don't really need to know no. about. But. Well, Stassi Baby is connected to Kylie Jenner, so she has access to a lot more, I would imagine. <laughs> um, but no, this is they just work at a very fancy restaurant in Beverly Hills. It's owned by one of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, former Lisa Vanderpump. Um, okay. What about Selling Sunset? Ugh. It seems like so much drama from these stars was generated from this show that I have felt like I am missing something by not watching the show, but it is a show actually good. Yeah, Selling Sunset is a very, very easy watch. It's also one of those shows that's similar to Siesta Key in the sense that it's so overproduced and like the storylines are just wild. There's very clearly a villain. And oh. so it's very easy to like pinpoint of like, oh, I'm going to be on this person. Is, is the villain Justin Hartley? That's what I got. <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> Yes, to a certain extent, those confessions. Also, uh, Matthew Morrison is also an, um, a villain. <laughs> yeah, because Chriselle <laughs> talks about him in the in the confessionals. Yeah, and she's like, he well, was any, a anyone who's wa- anyone who watched Glee knows that Mr. Schuster was a villain. 
I've avoided Glee as long as possible, so I'll continue to do that. Um, but yeah, I think you should watch that. So Selling Sunset is actually a great place to start. If you're going to watch all three, start with Selling Sunset. It's on Netflix. It's easy to watch. There's a new season out soon, I think. But I like your optimism that I'm going to watch all three. <laughs> I can dream. If I was only going to watch one in exchange for you watching Succession, which one? Uh, the Real Housewives of Potomac. <laughs> Potomac. That, wait, Potomac. that was that's T'Challa. Yeah, that's T'Challa. I am that. That might be the selling point for me. Yeah. Well, How, are there a lot of seasons of that? Yeah. Oh, like six. Well, season mm. six is going to mm. premiere soon. Okay. But, well, maybe when New Jersey when New Jersey ends, maybe. it's worth it. Yeah, but um, you know, to wrap up, I think it's important to follow your heart when it comes to like which reality show that you want to indulge in. But I also think a great place to start could possibly be this new show that's allegedly currently being filmed in a hotel in Antigua, um, featuring some Housewives <laughs> all stars like Sonia Morgan from the Royal Housewives of New York and Lisa Renna from the Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills, whose daughter is dating um Scott Disick. Which is oh, also no. fun, yeah. So, but also, what? How will I know what the show is? Well, it's it's like a so the housewives always go on these like trips. That's usually where all the shit goes down. And so, I think the premise of this show is just sending all the all stars on a trip, and hopefully, chaos will ensue because what else can happen? So, I think it's really just I like think... a recipe for pure bliss and disaster if you like reality TV. And I'm also a I think Bravo if I'm following loyalist. my heart. You're also a what? I'm a Bravo loyalist, so. Well, I think if I'm following my heart to something with All-Stars, I'm probably going to follow my heart to the Challenge All-Star season. Whether that has people who are now in their 50s still competing on the Challenge. What? (laughs) That's terrible. Okay. Mark Long. Remember him? No, I don't. That is like an OG. I don't remember. From the real world? I don't remember him. But anyway. He's a road rules. It's time for... The burning question. Are you ready? I don't know. I okay. guess so. <laughs> okay. So which one of these housewives plot lines would you rather be part of? You have to okay. choose. A. Great. Someone telling you that you smell like a hospital and it being your main storyline the entire season. Also, you're married to your grandpa. B. First of all, it was, it was just smell like hospital, which is which was my favorite part of it. You just smell like hospital, like the general hospital. But anyway, continue. B, accusing your sister-in-law of being a stripper and causing turmoil in the family for years. C, inviting your fellow cast members over for dinner with a medium you hired to basically just talk shit about all their families and personal lives, all while your own husband is cheating on you and you don't know it yet, but it's going to come out in the show. Choose your fighter. Wait, which, what show is that from? The third one. I'll tell you after you pick. The last one was so long. Uh, can, is the hospital one? I smell like hospital. I'm going to go with the hospital. You're going to be married to your grandpa? You're also married to your grandpa. Yes, I you did. say that. Yes, I did. You Roll did? the tape. Roll the tape. <sighs> I can, these are too long. Wait, too I need bad. to hear them again. What? No. I, the last one said something about a medium and then also something about my husband and then also something about Welcome to the Real Housewives. It's complicated. It's real life. It's messy. It's not as simple as the challenge. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. You have to pick, so you better pick. I don't remember what's the second one. Something I called someone a stripper. Yeah, accusing your sister-in-law uh, of being a stripper and causing turmoil in the I family guess, for years. Then I guess the second one, because I don't want to. I don't want to be married to a grandpa, and I don't want my husband to cheat on me. And 
I don't have a sister-in-law, but if I called my brother-in-law a stripper, I think he would appreciate it. And after a while, he'd get over it. I don't think George would mind. The last one was from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and it was also um, Kelsey Grammer's wife that did that, ex-wife. You really? Ha- I was really going to pick the medium until you went into the, the rest of it. Well, there was also a medium situation on... Um, Salt Lake City. And New Jersey. Oh, yeah. They love a medium on the house. I thought I, I thought I knew where it was going. All right. I need, I need to navigate out of this with something that inspires warm, happy, nostalgic memories. So, DJ, play the theme song of Laguna Beach. Oh. Let the If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Have something to share? Email us at notoverit at popsugar.com. Not Over It is a podcast from Pop Sugar and iHeartRadio. It is hosted by me, Becky Kirsch, and Zareen Siddiqui. Our producer is Emily Feld. Our editor is John Ross. Our executive producers are Lisa Sugar and Brett Kushner. Thanks for listening. 